0: Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus.
1: All right, we're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. 919-860-9783 is the number to call. We don't have to call the Farmer's Market this morning because we're there. And uh, Miss Monica is with us, and it's uh, a month of giving, a day of giving, and uh, open house, and and we're uh, we're here enjoying ourselves, and uh, we're so glad to be here always wish we could come out every week
2: yes we always love having you guys i'm always excited whenever you stop in and um are able to be out here and we are just tickled to death to have you let's put it that way thank you chris
1: <laughs> hooks is uh, is here chris you got any trouble lately with anybody okay, you, okay. Yes. good good i'm glad
3: well, how's the mayor up in mebbin
2: he's good
1: yeah we'll
4: see
1: him this week all right well all We're going to all go see the mayor.
3: Well, Mike, I, I am so excited about something that just happened. I hope you'll indulge me. This oh, lady came not. by just a moment ago named Nancy Pintack and she's in Kerry and she brought a, a check for the super kids for $1,000. Now, we will take that and multiply it, and, and uh, that will that'll put a kid in school for a couple of semesters when – when I take it and I challenge somebody else and she wrote this dearest level letter Rufus several years ago my siblings and I decided we'd make donations each Christmas rather than exchange gifts something my parents encouraged and supported my parents raised the four of us in a small village in New York growing up in the village uh, Helped instill in us the imperative of not only paying attention to others, but also giving back to the community and neighbors. My dad was an attorney who had a number of clients in the village and who, who he met with at night and weekends for years. Once dining room, our dining room table was his home office. These clients paid with what they could. quart of wood, 50 pounds of carrots. That's a lot of carrots corn, eggs, etc. We all grew up thinking that this was the normal thing to do. And my parents lived community service as we all grew up thinking giving back and helping others was proper, not not optional. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your stories in the in the stories of the book and every Saturday morning. Uh, I've shared them with my family, and all the stories have started many conversations, relating some of our experiences growing up. I can uh, thank you for everything you've reminded me of in the Weekend Gardener, and everything you do for the kids. Well, what a what a wonderful blessing this morning from a nice lady named Nancy Pentack And Nancy, we thank you. Sure do. Nancy. That is a wonderful letter, and I. I I assure you that you will make sure that uh, kids get to go to college that never would. So thank you again. Yeah. Very good. Yeah.
1: Well, you, you, a lot of people have uh, have given. Uh, I hope a lot more people will will give to uh, the Super Kids Foundation. They certainly have. It's uh,
3: going on its thirtieth year. We put sixty-seven kids in school that otherwise wouldn't have gotten to go and. I thank all of you out there who helped, and the Weekend Gardener has been such a help in doing that. And it, it's it's sure a blessing. It's it's You can give me all those titles you want, Mike, but I'd rather be known as the guy that helped start the super kids and put some kids in school as my legacy. Very
1: good. I'm sure it will be. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener on WPTF at 914-919-860-9783. Can we, uh, bulbs? Uh, December, I think about planting bulbs. Good it day is, to do that.
5: It, it is a good day to do it. <laughs>
4: Absolutely. you gonna do that?
5: She nodded off
1: that's great pam that's no, just great no, i'm sorry i'm
4: sorry did you did you address me i was
1: addressing you were you talking to your husband or you would just
4: no just... no 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 it was just um for some reason there was a blip on the line and i, I didn't oh, okay. hear you. i'm sorry All right. um absolutely i'm still putting bulbs in the ground um just got a another shipment from brent and becky and i i found some bulbs a couple of weeks ago in a discount bin that uh, needed some love, and I put them in a pot, and by Jove, they went ahead and uh, flowered for me, and they were autumn crocus, the uh, saffron crocus, which are just absolutely beautiful, and to get them this time of year uh, was a a real treat.
1: I'm really sorry that they, they, apparently they only had a limited number of the Charles Kuralt daffodil. And I, I wish they had had continued with that uh, somehow. I would love to have had one of those bulbs or several of them. But yeah, at any I rate think
4: someone who has some maybe will call in and maybe share some with.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know how how limited uh, they were, but uh, I would love to have that. What a man!
4: I what, what is that, the Pam? It K- Carolina.
1: Yes, yeah. uh, on his grave. Yeah. What, uh, yeah. Pam and?
3: Now, so what is that huge bulb of a, as it should, something uh, that will bloom, a, a crocus, if you just put it in your windowsill?
5: Oh, that's the one she was referring to, the, the cr- colchica.
3: Colchica, yeah. Colchica. yeah. I, I, I sometimes just let them stay in the window.
4: Oh, they're well, beautiful. You, Those things will bloom no matter what, yeah.
1: I recognize a lady from uh, Guilford County, the gentle lady. From, from What what do you do with bulbs this time of year? Do you throw them at people or do you plant them?
5: I plant them. Uh, my mother's been planting some on the farm, and um, we're almost out of bulbs. We've had a really good bulb season. But, um, yeah, I love bulbs. They're great. I like putting them in containers, especially the tulips. They, they just seem to do much better and pop up in the spring. Such a surprise.
1: Uh, Tom Monaco, who was former head of the horticulture department at NC State told me one time that to plant the shorter varieties of tulips, that they seem to work better here. We didn't go into why. I don't know how much research NC State has done on tulips. Oh, uh, trust me, uh, Dr.
5: Gus DeHertog was the man, the bold man, Um, and he's the one who uh, did all the research and uh, world-renowned and Um, even has a garden named after him at the Kirkenhoff. Uh, but the Mary Bell tulip does well. Um, he he had sev- There there are some long stem ones or medium size that will also do well, especially in containers.
4: Yeah, we've yeah. we've had some. And, um, be... yeah, go I'm ahead, Pat. Before um, before Gus, there was uh, Paul Nelson had written. Uh, yeah. you know one of the definitive books on, and he's another NC State professor. Uh, but what I think what Tom was referring to to you is the species tulips. Many of these will repeat bloom for us if they're sited in a well-drained, full sun location that kind of mimics where they would be in um, in the Mediterranean area and up into um, the uh, the mountains around uh, the Mediterranean.
1: Something we don't do enough of is plant bulbs for all seasons it's not just for the spring There's are a lot more than crocus and daffodils and, and uh, tulips there are a lot of things that will bloom in the summer and in the fall
5: mm-hmm. dahlias and of course flowers yeah.
1: yeah and i'm a great
3: fan of like chorus right. the naked lady and have a, a yellow one that comes up every year that i just love it doesn't seem to spread like the others. I wish it would. Is there any other color? And they come up in September?
1: You, yeah. Something like that? Uh, and you, you, you have uh,
3: the the greenery yeah. that comes up way earlier, and you think, well, nothing's going to come. And then all of a sudden, here they are.
5: Usually the flower comes up, and then you get the greenery. Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah. yeah. But, uh, My greenery. I, I greenery meant the opposite. The
6: Lycoris.
4: <laughs> yeah. Now um, there are true what we call true naked ladies, um, which are which are different. But the um, the lycoris or the spider lilies, hurricane lilies, they come. Rufus and the traditional red is what we're used to seeing here in North Carolina. But they're also available in pink and white and yellow and kind of an orangey color. So um, do check out those bulb companies. And you're right, summer summer blooming bulbs are a delight. Crinum are probably one of our biggest, most dramatic summer bowls.
1: Yeah, that's our uh, Hot Dog George at uh, the Roast Grill. He loves crinum lilies. Yeah, I dug up a patch for him too. years ago. hope he's listening this morning.
3: A little bit, the thing about crinum, sometimes the stems will be crooked, but just, just live with them because the flower is beautiful enough. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that bulb is huge, just huge. Yeah, I, it
4: can be the size of a basketball.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah easy to grow
4: though around here
3: so easy yeah yep they, they hey there brother they they do like to be divided how do you divide them it takes
4: a, it takes a powerful <laughs> shovel and a pickaxe to get into them it it
3: certainly does it's
4: worth it it's okay. worth it and give them give them room so that their foliage can really fall out and and uh, not be trimmed back or stepped on
3: Yeah, they they should be at least when you plant them a a foot apart because each one of those things is going to multiply many times. Yeah.
1: All right, uh, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. We're at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh, 919-860-9783. It's 921.
0: You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus.
1: 927 WPTF time. Mike Rayleigh here along with Rufus Edmonston, Nelson Cox, Pam Beck, Miss Monica. Uh, cast of thousands here. In fact, uh, people who make jelly that you thrive well, on. Well, uh, yes. And Linda.
3: Yes, uh, this is our friend Nikki from the Berry Patch, and they, they are the folks that make the beautiful, beautiful jams and jellies, no sugar added. And I have a lot of people that have uh, diabetic, diabetic problems who tell me that they that they have been here. Mm-hmm. And we thank you, Nikki. How did you get in this business?
6: Um, my sister worked out here not too long ago, and I've been out here for about two years now.
3: And you, know, you, you own the business?
6: No, I just, I'm the helper. I'm the worker. Charlene and uh that's kind of the way I am yeah I'm 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 just the worker you know they her name's Charlene who owns the business
1: well thank you Charlene so uh, and Nikki and uh Merry Christmas
6: Merry Christmas to you guys too happy new year the berry patch yeah she made
3: a nice donation to the super kids thank you so much I'm just delighted and I'm sure they will be too
6: I've had, um, my daughter has cystic fibrosis, so we've had a lot of help our life, so I like to help.
3: Yeah. Well. Good for you. Thank you so much. I hope she's doing well. She
6: is. She's actually working down at the Market Bakery. Oh,
3: good. Well, tremendous.
6: Yep. She works up on the weekends.
3: Well. Nikki, thank you so much. You're a dear. God love you, you and and Merry Christmas.
6: Merry Christmas. Y'all come see us. And good good
1: luck to the berry patch. Thank you. (laughs) you. (laughs) Lots of nice people out here, I'll tell you. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We've uh, already gone through an hour and a half, if you can believe that, of the weekend gardener. Come join us at the State Farmers Market. I know people, people get up later than they used to uh, here. It's, it's distressing. I mean, we, we noticed that uh, a long time ago, that uh, we'd get more calls as the, as the morning would go along. Plus, we have people, uh, panelists on the show, nodding off during it. I mean, they just weren't used to getting up that early. So it's all right. Uh, we'll be back with more at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh straight ahead here on WPTF. <laughs>
0: get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're
1: out at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh with the Weekend Gardener. Happy uh, well, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to the folks at J.E. Wumble Hardware Store down in, in Lillington and all of our sponsors. Well, thank you so much. Uh, look forward to a new year. Hope business is good for everybody. 919-860-9783 919- 860-WPTF We used to have a show on ptf called let's tell the people and uh, it they have really high power i don't know if you were ever on that show or not rufus but uh the uh,
3: i don't recall that moder- one who, who hosted that
1: <laughs> the monitor i can't remember the gentleman's name brigsby's uh, listening he, he he'll uh, he'll remember but uh, i'll have to text him and figure that out but um Pam, uh, what would you like to tell the people
4: today? <laughs> oh, my goodness, there's so much. Uh, Merry <laughs> Christmas, everyone, and uh, <laughs> Happy New Year. And, um, oh, my goodness, let's just start with it's a great time to uh, get those bulbs in the ground if, if you've got any or you um, have family coming, you know, enlist their help. We've got Beautiful weather here in North Carolina this time of year. It's going to cool down next week. It's a good time to go out and walk in your landscape, take a look around, see what's blooming. We've got lots of camellias in bloom right now. If you're lucky enough to have loquat, you may have blooms all over that. Uh, also, I believe it or not, I've got a forsythia bloom. It's wow. And it's, it's one of the little dwarf prescythias a friend of mine gave me, and I could not believe when I saw a flower on it already. There are some bulbs starting to peek their little noses up. Some of the early jonquils are, are breaking through. But it's just a good time to be outside, um, enjoy the the yard, enjoy the what's going on, look at the birds. Uh, take some greenery inside with you it's a it's an old tradition an old christmas tradition to fill your house with greenery and kind of inviting nature in if you want santa's elves to come in and uh and help you out a little bit that's that's the way you tempt them in you know cut some pine branches or bring some nandina we had talked about earlier or boxwood or whatever bring it in the house and i think it'll help fluff up things and and cheer you up too
0: yeah
5: now, I read something earlier this morning. <clears throat> it was in the uh wyatt Quarles uh calendar the almanac Farmers Almanac calendar that they put out and so for the month of December, uh it was talking about how the alex Opeca, the American holly um, that can tower to to fifty feet um, was the most used greenery in homes with the kind of shiny green foliage and soft uh, bristles and red berries. You know,
1: if I if I brought Mr. Wyatt some some Melissa's candy, some of the peanut brittle, you reckon he'd give me one of those calendars? He would. Alright. I'll have to he do would. that. That's he some would. nice folks over there listeners too. Yes, yes.
5: Yeah. You know, Sponsor. the largest American holly that used to be was right down the road from your mother in law's. So it was at the, the Chevrolet dealership. Right there across from the general store on the corner. Yeah. Um, and that was the largest American holly. So I was so saddened. It's well, probably there's been, a parking lot there. Yes. Now. I was so sad when they when they cut that down.
1: I didn't realize that. Yeah. Gosh. Oh. Yeah, hollies are really good. can get very large. And there are all kinds of hollies that are native. You know, they're possum haws. Especially if you drive through eastern virginia southeastern virginia on the way to williamsburg or something there are lots and lots of hollies mm-hmm. that are scattered out you can see during the winter and uh, so we, we have a lot of native things but i like uh, i like the deciduous hollies and and all of that um, i
3: i i like to uh Make things out of the magnolias. They have a nice shiny. Yeah, that's pretty too. Yeah, yeah. They, they make a great wreath.
5: I was. I made a run down to Oak Island Wednesday, and I uh, was helping my mother do some stuff. She's down there. This will be our first Christmas ever at Oak Island. Oh, uh, wonderful! But uh, she was, uh, as we were driving away, she's like, "Look at that! Look at that!" So the part of the island we're on is it used to be called Yopon. Uh, Yopon, Yopon Beach. Beach yeah. Yes. And so the yopon hollies on that end of the beach are very prevalent, and the berries are just so shiny; they're just stunning. They're almost translucent. I remember Bryce Lane one time said, um, "If you take a picture of one, you can see yourself in the berry through the. I mean, you'll see the camera lens. Like they're so translucent and shiny. But uh, lots of uh, yopon hollies down at Oak Island, and yeah. the berries are stunning now. The
1: weeping. I, I have a weeping yopon holly. Uh, yeah, holly. <laughs> You, um, as a matter of fact, you planted it okay. when you, when you regrew sure. some of our yard, and it is huge. It is so huge, and it, it started in, getting into the sidewalk area, so I made a tunnel. Oh, cool. So I have a tunnel Love now. It. Love it. And, uh, yeah, kids and adults, I like walking through that. That's so, awesome. Yeah, but it is so pretty. Uh, you know, the, the weeping part of it is, but also the berries, yes. on them, especially when they're mature. Yeah, and it's native. There's a uh, an ochre coke variety, of yopan holly, so you know, that makes it makes it even better. Do you uh, do you have uh, yopan hollies, uh, Pam, or do you have Yes,
4: one? I do. I've got um, like you. I've got a weeper up at the front corner um, near our where we park our cars, and I've also got a really wonderful one that you don't see much in the trade anymore called Will Fleming. Mm-hmm. it's male it does not have berries on it but it is a very tight upright growing um, it looks like a sky pencil holly but it's a yuons
1: how about that hey i like really uh thank you for sharing pictures of your landscape uh, not too long ago on facebook uh, beautiful pictures
4: oh aren't you Which sweet are you? Um, it, it's kind of uh it's in its winter stage and we've got lots of leaves on the ground i have not tidied up the grasses or anything yet um but there again i'm finding that there's a certain
7: um,
4: i think a certain comfort in in having a shabby garden in the winter time <laughs> i love i love it's the winter the landscape animals, it's good for us
1: i love the oh, winter landscape you. so uh, thank you for thank you. for sharing that with us miss uh, martha is with us or as my mother used to say martha. Can you hear me Yes. How are yes. you, Martha?
7: Well, I'm all into Yopon. I have a little house on the Caswell Beach end of
1: the oh. island. Yeah, it was and Casual and just, Long Beach and mm-hmm. Just oh,
7: recently okay. in my um historical DAR magazine there was a huge article about Yopon tea.
5: Uh huh. Cool. And
7: Yopon is the only native plant in Amer- North America that has natural caffeine.
5: I could tell you some stories about that plant that Dr. Fonts passed along, but I won't I won't share on the right. radio.
7: I've been playing with Joe Ponte. I know the end of its Latin name is vomitus.
5: It's vomitoria, vomitoria, and so vomitoria, the um, Indians would um, make a brew if you were sick to help you. Um,
7: yeah. Now they're and the guy who named it was in cahoots with the um, India Tea Company. Yeah it's just fascinating stuff i have toasted some leaves and it's really good oh my
5: (laughs) now did you get to see the live nativity scene at uh at caswell at the baptist seminary uh the 10th or the 11th yeah
7: no we had we closed up about the 11th our little house is so old it's open underneath and we have to drain it in the winter time okay been there 50 years 51.
5: wow that's awesome yep down there, I mean
1: they used to have fish camps. Are you past the
5: lighthouse pages? or on this side no, of the lighthouse?
7: Um, fairly close to the public beach walk, you know the public okay. parking area.
4: Mm-hmm. Wow. Um,
7: and um, um, let's see yeah, and my family has had had property down there for like a hundred years, not our property, but right. So you're
5: saying you're more at the like the pu- public's grocery.
7: No, 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 no. Caswell Beach. Oh, Caswell Beach. At the, at the. There's a big parking lot right near the. Um, well, it's the. There's two
5: it? on the right. There's yeah. one near the lighthouse and one further down.
7: And one further closer to to Long Beach. Yeah, I'm 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 closer to that end. Closer to the golf course. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Little red house with a big um, uh, coat of arms on it. Okay. But anyway.
1: Uh, tr- try toasting some yaupon leaves. It's
7: actually good, too. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Martha. <laughs> I'll buy some toast. You going to do that when you get home?
3: Oh, absolutely.
5: <laughs> you better be careful so there, buddy. So I'm, <laughs> tiny
1: little leaves.
3: I'm, I'm going to have to uh, have a grocery cart. You take me home with all this stuff.
1: Well, I said we got a... a <laughs> pretty good size issue. By the way,
3: while I'm at it, I want to thank uh, one of our our avid listeners, Doug Sutton. He's a local businessman here in town, been around a great gardener. He uh, owns an insurance company and serves state employees. you been here forever. Yeah, Doug Sutton. forever. Yeah, absolutely. And I had a, a, a package that came in from Park Seed Company the other day and I opened it up and it was Tithonia Fiesta del Sol Mexico which of course is the Mexican sunflower and uh, it's the first dwarf Mexican sunflower with more blooms and less plant and this comes from a lady named Sarah Runyon in Steadman, North Carolina. She says, we listened to you all on the weekend gardener and she said, I love the plant. Get well soon. Well, I'm so happy to have a a dwarf Mexican sunflower because the others, they, they grow tall they're they're shallow rooted uh, the the slightest wind they they will blow over, and they they'll continue to grow, but you you it's sort of a mess when they blow over and I just let them go so i'm I am really anxious to put these in the ground this spring and have some that are if if you're around, Sarah, tell us how tall they grow, and maybe you know <laughs> Nelson or
5: I am not familiar with that particular uh, seed strain. No.
3: Yeah, are, are you, Pam? No, I'm
4: not, and I'm intrigued, so let us know how that goes.
3: Yeah, it's with Park Seed Company, and it's supposed to be a dwarf. So I, I thank her for sending those to me.
1: Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for listening. Uh, give our best to the folks in Stedman, which is in Cumberland County. So, How about that? And we oh. used to, uh, the, I, I, I saw Doug Sutton written on the paper. I thought it was <laughs> Doug Sutton. That used to be the assistant manager here, and for many years the manager in Asheville. He just retired.
2: He did. He did. Great
1: guy. What a nice guy. Yeah. So.
3: Well, th- this Doug Sutton's a nice guy too. I'd love Great. to meet him. <laughs> Great gardener.
1: You, you say he listens to the show? Uh,
3: every Saturday.
1: Thank you, Mr. Sutton. Appreciate that very much.
3: Right. He's a very successful businessman. And is a great supporter of the J.C. Ralston Arboretum.
1: Very good. 919-860-9783. More of the weekend gardener coming up. We'll talk more about the state farmers market and what's going on out here. It's 949.
0: For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener, and since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard—a WPTF tradition since
1: 1945. We're back at WPTF. People are handing us food and various things left and right. We've gotten a, a fish dip. Never had a fish dip before from the from the seafood market here. So they got all kinds of stuff. We just. We got some, uh, are these kind of rice cakes or?
2: Crispy Pops. Crispy
1: Pops, Mm -hmm. yeah. Carolina
5: Pop Snacks. Pop
1: Snacks. So uh, we got those, we had breakfast. We, uh, let's see, we had cinnamon buns from the market bakery. What's her?
3: What's
1: this bone
4: sucking?
3: We got, we got, uh, I don't know, I'll let you describe it. (laughs) Well, uh it is titled Bone Sucking Sauce. And it is uh have you never My My goodness.
5: Have you never used that one?
3: I've never used that one. It, I'm, I'm now the one that you're gonna use is called the wing sauce with teriyaki and ginger. no well, karaoke. Honey and
5: honey habanero.
3: Habanero. That must be the hottest one. And here's mustard. And then here's a bone sucking wing sauce
1: with garlic and honey that's good too <laughs> good. Had gracious Pam. do you like uh, what kind of sauce do you like for your barbecue
4: well i am a fan of bone sucking sauce and i think it's one of the best gifts if you've got somebody who's visiting from out of state or especially from out of country and you go to the farmer's market and you show them that inevitably after the laughter dies down they have to buy some to take it home because yeah,
5: nobody
1: can that's, believe the, the
4: that. It's very good,
1: but yeah, it is delicious. A lot of these sauces will keep for a long time too. Yeah, kinda, you don't you don't have to refrigerate them. Yeah, I kind of just like the the pepper and vinegar. Yeah, I had I had ones. some from
3: Wilbur's that at down least down East we're simple folks I,
1: down East.
3: Yeah, I wish I could get, get some more Wilbur's. Bless old Wilbur's um. heart, You're a good man.
1: Well. Maybe somebody will haul some up here for you. How big a container do you want? Uh, we
3: just, we just, it, it, a little bit of that goes a long way.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, and the bone-sucking sauce is actually, a lot of folks don't realize this, home is here at the State Farmers Market. Ford's Produce, who is back on our wholesale docks, are the guys who came up with the bone-sucking sauce, and they've done well with it throughout the years. They've won many awards and have a large variety of sauces now. And they have an author. In their midst. They do. Um, Miss Sandy Ford who's one of the owners has written a series of children's books now. Um, it's on ha-, ha Ha Island and they have those available in Spanish and English versions and they're actually on Amazon. You can buy them back at their um, store back on the wholesale docks as well so look that up. I make wonderful Christmas gifts um, in addition to maybe a teacher's library or something like that it would be wonderful and being that it's in um, both Spanish and English versions makes it even more special. And uh, so all their sauces, they do a lot of gift baskets and shipping as well. The sauces are also available at several different vendors here inside the market shops. And uh, they have some recipes you can go online and find. And not just um, barbecue sauces, they do a wonderful mustard and so many other um, different spicy treats there that you can find.
1: Rufus, you could write a children's book about some <laughs> of your adventures on ra- raids.
3: <laughs> yeah, Gosh. I don't know whether the children would understand that or not, but they... <laughs> They would understand tag football. I've often thought about trying to write a children's book. Maybe about government, a very, very wonderful childhood of hard work. But at the same time, we literally swang on grapevines in the woods. We, we would watch the tadpoles in the, in the, the pond down there. Grow into See, frogs. you've already got a book written. The
5: Crick, the, the
3: Crick. Yep. The,
5: you buried cabbage. No.
3: Buried cabbage in the ground, two feet <laughs> deep. Now, I, I, I don't think that some of you believe that.
4: Mm-hmm. No,
1: I believe you.
2: I have heard of that before, and I'm trying to remember if it was you telling me that story or someone else. I've been racking my brain well, trying to think set, of who about else it told it me earlier on the show. Are yeah. they the well, no, I was thinking I've heard it before. Someone talking about it. When you so, when you
1: bury cabbage two feet deep and leave it for a while, is that, are they the makings of kimchi?
5: <laughs> oh <laughs> and,
3: Well you can make good kraut
5: Probably if you buried it six inches It would be the, the good making for kimchi <laughs> <laughs> Fermentation
3: Yeah I just figured fermentation was Well mountain folks had to be well, There was a lot of fermentation
1: and in the mountains weren't there it, You and had to be ingenious to when k- you
3: Lived out on a farm <laughs> up in the mountains With the, the seasons the way they are I don't think the season is going to change here much Recently, they haven't had that much snow like they used to. And I remember when I was a boy growing up, the, the creek always froze over. You could walk on it and walk on the new river. That hasn't happened in in 50 years that I recall wow. now. Gracious. So, whether you want to argue about climate change or not, the weather's changed. I the put it that certainly way. Has changed.
1: All right, uh, we'll uh, talk with Frank after the news uh, in Fuqua Verena. Coming up here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener, we're at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh.